Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm honored to have Assemblywoman Christy Smith as my guest today. Assemblywoman Christy Smith is a native of Santa Clarita and a public servant. As a freshman, Smith was recently named chair of the Joint Legislative Committee on Emergency Management, in addition to her other committee assignments, including the Jobs, Economic Development, and the Economy Committee, and the Education Committee. As a graduate of Hart, Christy attended College of the Canyons and graduated with honors from UCLA. After graduating, Christy started her career in public service as an analyst at the U.S. Department of Education. While raising two daughters in Santa Clarita with her husband, Phil, Christy served as a PTA and site council member before being elected to the New Hall School Board for two terms. She served as chair of the successful Measure E Proposition 39 bond campaign for the New Hall District, which has provided $60 million in resources for facility and technology upgrades. And she formally co-chaired Raising the Curtain, a capital campaign to refurbish the historic New Hall Elementary Auditorium to make it a performing arts resource for the community. Welcome, Christy, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. So to begin, uh, tell me, what are some of the biggest challenges facing the special needs delivery system, and how are they being addressed? Well, certainly I think, you know, some of the biggest challenges right now are funding. Um, many of our service yeah. providers are um, tasked with providing the same level of service as, as they have been, yet um, minimum wage requirements and uh, workers' compensation and a lot of things associated with running a small business, even if that happens to be a nonprofit provider small business, have gone up. And so in our, our disability provider community, that has really presented a number of, of challenges. And so in this last budget cycle, I think the governor was pleased to offer um, some expansion of resources, a little bit of an increase, although it was not quite you know, the 8% that collectively I think the community and, and some of us who are advocates within the legislator, legislature wanted to see um, in terms of a statewide improvement, but we did get nearly there. So I think our, our task and our goal now is how do we engage more of our stakeholders and more of our allies in the next round of budget negotiations to try to close the rest of that essential gap. And the next round will be taking place is that next year? In the next, when we, the next uh, fiscal year, yeah. So we would mm -hmm. be wrapping up at about, you know, the, the May uh, revision, but the budget process would start in January. So speaking of advocating, what are the best ways for someone to advocate with their legislator? Well, you know, what I would really like to see within the legislature is the members of uh, the caucus who, who care about this issue and, and its funding sources and um, providing meaningful support um, to the disabled and intellectually developmentally disabled community. I would like to see that grow, and I think the best way for that to happen is for, for families and for care providers to reach out to their local elected official. Um, invite them to come out for a visit, uh, for a tour of a service provider facility, uh, for a tour of a group home, um, to visit simply with families. I mean, I've had the great good fortune to just have such a wonderful relationship with the families in my community, and, and so many of them have been to my office. I've been to my regional center uh, a couple of times. In fact, I was there on their advocacy training day and got to hear um, family stories firsthand about the challenges that they've faced 
But I think it's, to put that kind of context around it is so important for legislators so that it's not abstract when the time comes that we said, you know, but remember these families, you've met with them, and these are the levels of service that have been required for them and the needs that we are, we're trying to meet. When they've seen it and when they can put some context to it, it's much easier to encourage them um, to make the right decision. So if that is the best way is to reach out to the legislator and say, hey, you know, this, these are our needs, these are our concerns, you know, how can you help us? Mm-hmm. What is the best way for our listeners to reach out to you directly? Sure. So you would want to, um, if you don't already know, look up online who your state assembly person and your state senator are contact um, either their Sacramento offices or probably their district office because their district office is going to be closer to where you live. Um, Send an email to request a meeting or call in to request a meeting. uh, And then do some follow-up. I mean, our schedules are challenging, and and we don't always have the opportunity to get to things right away. But we do have breaks throughout the year when we're home in our home districts, and that would be the ideal time to set up those meetings or offer those visits. And... <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, if your constituents happen to be listening listening to this podcast, and we certainly hope they will be, because we hope you will spread the word about it. Um, what is your direct uh, office number and or website that they sure. can contact you through? Well, the the best way to contact my district office is just um, directly by email at assemblymember dot smith at assembly dot ca dot gov uh, that you can put in an email request for a meeting and then uh, or just give us a call and our uh, office number here is six six one two eight six one five six five and if we can be of assistance in connecting anyone to their individual member or how to locate that information we'd be happy to provide that as well. All right, very good. Well, thank you so much, Christy. And is there anything at this time that we haven't discussed? I want to just throw the floor open to you that you would like to add that we haven't covered. Well, you know, I just want to remind um, our our families in this community, there there are a number of us who are here for you, and we're going to continue to do this work. Um, We're elevating your voice uh, whenever and, and however we can. But please don't hesitate to reach out because continuing to hear from you, from our provider community, about what the needs are um, allows us to do our work better. So please, let's stay in touch. Well, thank you again for taking time out of a very busy schedule to share with us today and for your support of our community. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. Thank you, Gilda. I also want to thank our listeners for spending a part of their day with us. I'm Gilda Evans reminding you to take care of yourself and that special person in your life.